Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. You're listening to the Sports Scramble Podcast, where four friends serve up a weekly plate of sports with a side of SEC bias. Now, here are your hosts, Chet, Jacob, Wade, and Tyler. Where'd he go? There he is. (laughs) Welcome in, welcome in to the Sports Scramble podcast brought to you by our friends over at Belly Up Sports. I was waiting to add Jacob into the broadcast until he sat down. Yeah, we want to see a start of a floating chair. It was cold. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to add it yet. Bro, it's 70 degrees outside. To... I'm, well, I'm okay, Tyler. Here. I don't live outside. <laughs> you tell me you're not doing the podcast on the back porch? Just hanging out no. with, with the birds and everything? I'd, yeah, I'd, with the well, damn crane flies. I'm not going outside in two yeah, months. Really. <laughs> the mosquitoes are starting to bite. The Everything's getting starting to warm up. Yeah, watch out for snakes again. Uh, all that other the rumblings and gumblings of outside, um, especially y'all in, in Louisiana. Like that's a, I mean, apparently here they have scorpions. So that's yeah, something I got to worry about. The crane finds are annoying, um, but they're not going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. So I got to watch the dogs when they're outside with the scorpions and everything going on. I could see uh, you bringing a few back to your living room. I killed one last year. And that's the only one I've ever seen. It was a little tiny one. And I was like, you're done. It's over. Uh, so, Went ahead and took that sucker out because I was not dealing with that. But little announcement here on YouTube. You'll be able to see the video. Hit that subscribe button. We just hit a 1,000 subscribers. So Tyler has put together a little uh, special video um, that we are about to share. Tyler, before I share it, do you want to uh, say a few words about the journey we've been on? Yeah, it's definitely been a long journey. Uh, like you see in the video, it's only a three-minute video. StreamYard only allows you uh, to do so much. Uh, so I put a little bit of clips together into our video uh, from our first ever YouTube video uh, to all the fun memories uh, that we've had. Uh, it's definitely been a long journey. Uh, we wouldn't definitely wouldn't be here without Chet because this was uh, Chet's idea of putting this thing together. Uh, Jacob uh, with the insane logo. I mean, uh, he's talked about revamping it. We'll see. Uh, since we're at a thousand <laughs> subscribers, maybe he'll get a special one. Uh, so we each uh, put a little bit of something into this. Uh, so I'll talk uh, more after this, uh, but I'll let the video uh, speak for itself. So let's uh, get it going. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Sports Scramble Podcast. Hello, world. Welcome into this. <laughs> I don't. I was trying something new there. It's got to laugh immediately out of Tyler. Um, welcome in, welcome in uh, to this week's episode of the Sports Scramble Podcast, brought to you by our friends over at Belly Up Sports. I'm your host, Chet. We got the full crew on, the full panelists, all all three of them. Uh, Tyler, I can say hello, world, because we have a listener from Germany. 
good, the whack. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Alright, we are in an interesting start. We gotta take the distance though. Oh, it is it. The whack is off to a hot start. <laughs> Tyler, with the fairway shot. There you go. All right. I'm not sure on eight or 12, but the fact that you're giving the first four teams a buy, I like that. It's really? then really you got eight teams. And then. <laughs> really what yeah. I've been saying. Yeah. Now they talked about. And you're all like, oh, that's a bad idea. Well, I like the. I do, especially Jacob. I know he was like he. I'm gonna go after him right now. He went after me for years. Like I don't think that they should host a campus game. And now he says on the coast to coaster that's all of a great idea. No, hey, it change. We didn't talk about campus games being being hosted. Well, what's your yes, take on the yes, campus games? Yes, I did. Games, I've been saying that. I've been saying that well, for years. My thought was, I'm. I don't have anything against the campus games. That's fine. Um, what mm. it was against. I mean, what I'm. I was more for it because you have so many more neutral site. Like everybody wants to play a neutral site game for the start of the season. Save the friggin' neutral site games for the end of the season. Choice word. Um, I won't say it, but the Maple Leafs, they suck. <laughs> okay. Not a big fan of Connor. Man, we lost all Maple Leafs fans. <laughs> yes. That's not that team, but okay. We lost the whole That's country. The Come on, okay. man. Yeah. Oh. You just shut out. There goes Canada. our Canadian viewers. Yes. Way to go, yep. Fletch. I did the passing competition in the uh, NFL. Like, we saw all those quarterbacks struggle so badly on like mm -hmm. ten yard throws. I like to think that I could step back and hit like a ten yard throw, twenty yard throw. You know, take them as the money line. Uh, you get better odds. I think they'll win this game. But at plus three, uh, you know, you could take the points as well. And even if they lose by a, a field goal, you would push. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but we're not here to push, Wade. We're here to win money. So money line push, all day, push. baby. Uh, yeah, the only pushing we're doing is on our tushes. What's going on, guys? It's Tyler here from the Sports Criminal Podcast. From Chet, Jacob, Wade, and I, we just want to thank you all so much for getting us to 1,000 subscribers. Definitely been one of our early goals ever since we come up with the name and the logo of our podcast. Filming our first YouTube video and also recording our first audio podcast that released. So, so. We're going to keep on uh, grinding here at the Sports Criminal Podcast. So we're going to have a lot of content rolling through. So definitely stay tuned to the channel. I love it. I cracked up when I heard we're all about pushing tushes. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, Ty. That was great. And you edited nicely with a little monologue. I, uh, yeah, I'd like to say uh, for all of you people listening, you got to check it out on the YouTube. You saw all of our wonderful shots from the whack. Uh, we had we had Josh comment saying, congrats. Well, actually, Josh, we'll see you in a couple months. Uh, what do we call this? The WAC Part 3 minus Tyler? A little sneak preview there. Mm, we got to uh, rebrand. The yeah. WAC is dead. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, conference. We'll come up with some, but we're doing a little uh, collaboration with Josh over at Rising to the Occasion. You'll have to go check him out. We're going to film some golf content um, and get that going again uh, here in April. So as it starts to warm up. But Tyler, Wade, Jacob, we started this with no subscribers and we slowly saw the count. We freaked out when we hit 100. We're like, oh, we can keep going. We hit 300 at the beginning of this year and then it just exploded. So from the bottom of my heart, I thank all of you that subscribe, that watch our videos every week. We really appreciate it. Uh, all right, let's call it a show. See y'all later. Nine minutes <laughs> in. No. Uh, anybody want to say anything else?
<laughs> yeah. Um, great video, Tyler. Great video. You're as good with the highlight reels of the podcast as you are the uh, the highlight reels for the sports. So uh, maybe we'll convince him to do a March Madness uh, hype video. I don't know, Tyler. We'll see what we'll people see. want. Uh, yeah, let's jump into it here. Uh, let's start off with uh, some college basketball. Speaking of March Madness, that's the show's action name should court storming be banned. Uh, we're going to kind of get into that. Uh, but we had last week, Wake Forest upset Duke. I guess it wasn't really an upset because Wake Forest was favorited by a couple points, um, which they shouldn't have stormed the court after that. But I guess you beat Duke. That's what you get, right? Um, they they up they beat Duke. Fans stormed the court. Duke star Kyle Filipowski injures, rolls his ankle, whatever happens, gets shoved. Um, what do y'all, he thinks it should be banned and that he thinks the injury was intentional by an opposing fan. What do y'all think about that? And what do you think about court storming? It was really weird because I felt like the Duke player ran to his left and then the, the fan ran to the right. Like if they would have just both ran straight, they would not have hit each other, but I think they both wanted to like cause a scene. And what's one of those you're walking down the hallway and you're just like, oh, yeah, what happens almost every day with the the coffee run, you know? Um, But way to the bathroom, it's like, oh, get the hell out of my way. I gotta go. Yeah, every time. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like the Duke player, if you're a college athlete, soon to be a pro athlete, you should be able to take a five foot eight Wake Forest computer engineer running into you, man. Like, just toughen up a little bit. And, um, Let's move on. Yeah, shout out Cameron, computer engineers. Uh, Jacob, what's your thought on it? I know you're. Uh, I feel like you have a. We got a prime Jacob rant coming here. <laughs> yeah, I I don't agree with the Duke's uh, the Duke coach saying uh, that it needs to be banned. I don't I don't agree with anybody who says it needs to be banned. My my thing is is well, I mean, even Bruce Pearl even said, oh, there needs to be ropes around the court what is this VIP basketball? And it was college basketball. Who cares? Like, I I just think it's one of those where um, somebody did mention potentially waiting for the court storming until the visiting team or whatever team loses, which would be the visiting team. Uh, That'd be a, you'd just be a menace if you storm the court as an opposing fan base. Uh, (laughs) But you and 20 other people storm the court. Um, No, I, I think, that probably makes more sense to do that, um, but try to convince a bunch of college students to to the hold back for yeah. you know a couple minutes. I mean that's just not going to happen. Um, yeah, I just think that if you are the team that gets upset, uh, it's pretty plain and simple for me. Uh, don't lose. If you don't lose, then you don't get stormed on. I just. It's pretty plain and simple. I mean, Duke lost that game because of turnovers uh, throughout that game. I watched the entire game from start to finish. Uh, That was the sloppiest game I've seen Duke play all year long. If they play like that in the first round of March Madness, they'll get beat. Um, Yeah, it it was pretty pretty bad on their end, and I think the frustration just came out from the Duke coaching staff uh, in regards to that game. I mean, Wake Forest doesn't want on that floor against the – top-ranked team in, what, 20-something years. So it's been a really long time. Um, 
good for them. I, I think they played hard. Uh, yeah, Duke, I, I just – and for any team. I mean, Nebraska stormed the court here recently. Uh, hell, their athletic director and their football coach stormed the court as well. I mean, <laughs> LSU just stormed it a couple days ago when they beat Kentucky. So you can't justify the fact that there's going to be zero court storming. It's just not going to happen. I mean, I know that there's some sense of uh, security at, at the Final Four and stuff when, with regards to that. I get it. But right. on a college campus, it's just not going to happen. And I saw all the security people standing there for Wake Forest. What are they going to do? I mean, they're just going to get trampled. So I think it goes the other direction, too, with women's basketball. I think we talked about Caitlin Clark in that situation at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I have my opinions, I guess, or my, my, I have thoughts about what really happened there, um, in, in that she didn't see her or whatever. I mean, she was the only person 20 feet around her and they ran into each other. Was it intentional by the student? Was it intentional by Caitlin Clark to make it a scene? Who knows? But I just think that it's gotten too much to the point like the NBA where they have to protect the players. Um, we don't want another uh, menace in the palace uh, situation going on. If the players yeah. get in the stand and start, start dropping people. Uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't understand all of it. Yeah. My thought is, is just don't lose and, and maybe you won't get stormed good, on. So valid argument. there's that's no valid way they argument. can get rid of it. Well, uh, you obviously don't want to see players injured. I mean, on any level, professional or college, uh, the I was telling the guys before we started the show, old Jay Bylas was on Get Up this or Billis. I think I, I don't know how I say his last name. <laughs> we went this, over the pre show, y'all. I know. I, I totally I forgot. <laughs> uh, he was on Get Up this morning talking about it, um, and he says that every single one of those people should be criminally charged. Um, which I don't know what you would tr- charge them with trespassing, maybe. Yeah, disturbing like, what is that going to do? Yeah, he wanted them to lock them in the arena and, hand- and bring them all out in handcuffs. And the other, uh, it was, I don't know who it was, was on the show, was like, Jay, so what do you think their parents are going to do when they have a felony now? He was like, that, it should be a felony for like cause, like causing pain or attempt to harm a player. He's like, what do you think their parents are going to do when they fund the school and all of a sudden they're getting arrested at a school event for felonies because they stormed the cart? And his, his argument kind of fell apart there. I love the court storming. I love the field storming. Do Is there a way to fix it? Yeah. Uh, you just make an announcement as time is winding down or you put it on the big board. Please. I mean, not everybody's going to follow it. You beef up security. Please allow the visitor team to exit. I, I mean, back in the day when a team like Duke or Kentucky, a blue blood team, was knew they were about to lose, um, unless it's like a buzzer beater shot, but they knew they were about to lose. The benches would clear, and they'd already be in the locker room. It'd be the five guys on the court. As soon as yep. the game was over, they were gone, and that was it. That was it. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're, that if you're in that situation, though? if you're in that situation, you need to make a concerted effort to get off of the floor. If you are the team, I mean, and it wasn't like it was just a last chance heave. Like, look, the time is winding down, and all the Duke players are just standing on the court. I mean, at that point, with three seconds on the clock or two seconds. Just get off the court. I mean, once he yeah, intercepts the ball, four? just just get yeah. off. Yeah, just get off the court. Yeah. I mean, that's my thing. They stood there and are like looking around. It's like, what, what are you doing? Just get off the floor. Yeah. So I, in, in the coaches shaking hands and everything, I get the coaches shaking hands. But at that point in that situation, 
they just need to get off the court quicker than strolling along like they're walking down the sidewalk. I mean, um, yeah, you yeah, lost. That's don't soak it in. Don't uh, Stefan yeah. digs the moment. Get the heck Come out on. of there. But what do you, you do on like a buzzer beater when it's just like pure well, momentum? You know. Well, I guess on a buzzer beater, you don't have the fans move. Um, you, it's just like that's the heat of the moment, right? And so I guess you have time to get the guys off the court, or they just they're gone. Uh, when you're yeah. when it's like the Duke Wake Forest game where Wake Forest was ahead as time is kicking down, the fans are pushing into the field or in, onto the court, right? So they're ready, and you can't really stop them. Um, Neil says it best. Just work better at getting the players off the court faster. Not a hard concept. Neil, hey, I know what Neil had to worry about. Neil had to get yeah. those helmets on the football. Yeah, I mean, when you storm the field, it's much harder when you storm the field. Neil had to yeah. round up all the balls, the helmets, all the equipment. What got to go because he's got the hard job. People are stealing that stuff. Exactly, Tyler. What do you think about it? Uh, I mean, I think that this idea of banning people or putting them arrest and Alabama's AD Greg Byrne uh, taking it to another level yeah. saying that the losing team, like the winning team who does the court soaring should like receive a loss. Oh. It's just really BS to me. Like they won the it's game. part of the college experience. Like it, it's like so simple. You've done it in the past. Like Chad said, like whenever it's like five seconds away from, you know, if you're like a number five team and you're losing uh, to an unranked team, uh, like Wake Forest was, and it's a big victory for you. Just clear out uh, the visiting team, and then whenever the clock hits zero, if you're on the visiting team, you haul ass to your freaking locker room. It's as simple well, as that. Well, saw and LSU then, Kentucky. Yeah. That was a buzzer beater, and you didn't see any Kentucky players get hurt. Nope. They were gone. Or you're the they biggest dude did. on the court. Put a shoulder in them. Who are very soft. <laughs> yeah, I like weights. I mean, he, the how big is uh, – what's his name, Kyle? He's like Isn't six he eleven, six. Yeah. yeah, he's six ten, six eleven. Dude, level that little college. Let kid. him run into your really... belly button. <laughs> yeah, like. I mean, hey, I, here's I, my thing. Here's my thing. Hey, Jay Billis, why don't we handcuff you to a top railing and the very top nosebleed section so you can stay there for twenty four hours straight? Since you want to handcuff everybody else. Fudge doesn't like Jay Billis or Bilas. I like well, I I don't like people that make ridiculous comments like that. That's just oh. it, that's just stupidity at its finest. If you want to talk about ridiculous, I can talk about Stephen A's comments about Zion. Yeah, let's get into that for a second while we're on basketball. I saw the Pelicans absolutely burying Stephen A. Smith on Twitter. Uh, what do you have to say about Zion, Tyler? He was just fat shaming him pretty much, that he can't stay healthy and all this about going to McDonald's. We'll tell you, let me tell you something about I, I love what the Pelicans, uh, uh, you know, Twitter account did them. They, they pretty much uh, posted what Will Chamberlain, you know, putting up the 100. Mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith's a bum ass, couldn't even get one and a half. So he freaking sucks. I, I don't even want to hear it from this guy anymore. If you want to talk about worse sports analysts trying to hear this man talk every single day, it's Stephen A. Smith. Tyler hates him. I used to listen to him at noon. Like my thing is, is I put him, Skip Bayless, and and Shannon Sharp oh, all together. Put them all in a room and then shut the lights off and see what happens. Like I like I really don't care. Like I don't care about any of them. And every that comment that they make the, makes zero sense. All the comments they make Shannon make Sharp zero was- sense. Shannon I'm Sharp sorry, he's butthurt that Zion didn't go to his beloved New York Knicks who can't win anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you want to talk about a problem, let's talk about the Knicks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, well, 
with college basketball, March is in a couple days. March Madness is in a couple weeks. Um, yeah, that doesn't Tyler make any wanted... sense to me. Why does know, March, March Madness start on end. March 17th? I'm when so is... confused. Doesn't the women's tournament start like at the beginning of March? It starts, it starts like sooner. Week. It actually starts a little bit after it, I think. Does it? It oh, after? yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. It that doesn't make any sense. Why are we playing the Final Four in April? It doesn't It doesn't make any sense. Hey, it's it. better than baseball. Baseball, April man, Madness. stretch that to Thanksgiving. <laughs> Same thing with hockey. They're done with the regular season uh, sometime at the end of April, first week of May, and the Stanley Cup Finals isn't until the end of June. So, yeah. But to be fair, I feel like the madness of March happens in like week one or two. That's true. And then, true. You, you know, you still have your Cinderella teams towards the end. But um, I feel like that first first weekend, you know, with the round of 64 and 32 is just absolutely crazy. Neil says it should be over by the first of March. Have March Madness end on day one of March. Neil says if that grass is growing, we're playing baseball. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a hot take by Neil there. Um, but March Madness is all about upsets. Once we get a bracket, we'll we'll discuss it. But we're going to preview a little bit with uh, mid mid majors that could potentially pull off a first round upset. Honest truth. I had no idea who to pick because I have not watched any college basketball. I really don't watch it until March. Um, I watched a few LSU games here and there. Uh, so I watched a YouTube video beforehand. Um, and this guy's uh, – he was very informative. I can't remember the name of his channel, but if I find it, I'll link it in the comments. Um, and he, he went through the five bubble teams that he felt were going to make it. And I've seen this team on Twitter because one of the guys I follow for my bets – He's a big he's a big advocate for this team. They're a smaller team, but they got dogs in them. They fight. They just had a big win a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm going with Providence. I don't know what their team mascot is. I think they're the, the Owls. Riders. The Riders. The what? The Friars. What the, the Friars? Friars. That's what Jesus. it is. Yikes! Um, Yikes, guys! Don't even know the mascot. But I'm going Providence to get an upset and if they make it to the tournament because I think they're on the bubble as an 11 or 12 seed. But give me Providence. They're last, they're last four in right now. Yeah, they're last okay. four in. So give me Providence to upset a team in the first one of the first two rounds. That's who I've got. Tyler, take us away. Yeah, the team I'm going to be riding with, I don't care who they're playing. They could be playing Kentucky. They could be playing Tennessee. I'm picking them to get a first-round upset, and that's going to be your Saffling Conference champs, the McNeese State Cowboys. They yes. have been on an absolute tear. Only four losses. Uh, I know that they one of their big wins is against Michigan, uh, but Michigan is probably going to fire their head coach by the end of the season. I don't know if you all watched the Purdue-Michigan game, but Purdue absolutely took over that stadium. Uh, but right now, uh, they're a 12 seed, and their first-round date would be against Dayton. I definitely think that they could do that, and it would be an interesting matchup in round number two of being Baylor, uh, a team that's been up and down in the Big 12. Uh, so I think uh, that Will Wade's crew uh, in McNeese State, if you're looking for a team that can make a deep run you know, into Sweet 16 Elite Eight, I think that McNeese State uh, is one of those teams that could definitely make some noise. So for McNeese State – to make the final four, it's going to take me a while to figure it out. So, Wade, go all you the way down. To give us your down. pick. I'm going to find this because this actually might be worse up with Will Wade. He just inked a, a contract extension too. McNeese was smart about that because now 
if he were to leave, they're getting paid when he leaves. <laughs> exactly. So that's I think they all have they have an agreement there on that's what's going to happen because obviously he's not going to stay in like Charles, Louisiana forever. He's going to move on um, to a bigger school, but I think he has he has to stay at McNeese for two years. Is that right, Tyler? Charles. I think two uh, I think years. Does, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then after that he can he can is free of the NCAA. Wait, who'd you pick? I'm gonna go with another school in that LSU coaching tree. I'm gonna go with App State out of the Sun Belt. That's where Coach Matt McMahon played his college basketball and they're having a resurgent year. One of the better offensive teams in the country. I just feel like uh, they could get on a run. You know, the Sun Belt, it's a pretty decent basketball conference, but they haven't made a lot of noise in March. So I think that changes this year. I like it. McNeese is plus 8,000 to make the Final Four, Tyler. I'm looking for their odds to win it. Uh, yeah. maybe, I don't know six, if I'm gonna find it. maybe Sweet 16, but not yeah, Final Maybe to get through the first week. Plus 30,000 to win. Jeez. Those well, are the only, those are only two futures on Those are the only two futures on DraftKings. Hey, plus 30,000, put a dollar on it. If they somehow pull it off, you look like a genius. I mean, don't worry. Jacob and I, they lose in the finals, you get no credit. You got to follow them along the way. That's the key. Yeah, to I would cash out if they make it to the finals. I'm ca- if it gives you an option <laughs> to cash out, I'm cashing out. Jacob, who's your pick? Uh, for me, I, you know, I, I'm. On the the edge of my seat with a couple of things, I, I think that one is is that think about Gonzaga, a team that was exclusively in the Final Four, Elite yeah, Eight over right and now. over again. They're currently one of the last four teams in right now, sitting on the bubble. Um, that's kind of rough. I mean, if they lose a game, they're in trouble. So uh, I. I it's tough for me to to rely on a team like that that you know was so good for so long and now is kind of falling off. Uh, for me, I'm gonna go with uh, Grand Canyon. I'm gonna go with Grand Canyon University. They're like an 11 that. seed right now, projected. Uh, they'd face off against Kentucky if they stayed where it's at. I think that a team like that could put a scare into an SEC team. You know, it's it's weird. I I just feel that they've been there in the past. And they're one of those schools that nobody really talks about or knows uh, at any given time. I mean, they're twenty-four and four right now. They're first in the in in the whack. Um, so I definitely think that whack. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whack like, is alive. They're part that's of the whack. Like, <laughs> come on. So they're beating up on Gonzaga, who's in the whack. Also, I mean, that's the thing about it. So, and their wins are blowout wins. Um, so I really think they're a dark horse to win a first-round game. Plus 7,500 to make the Final Four. Uh, Providence, plus 7,500 also. Appalachian State, plus 10,000. So, I mean, hey, you're feeling lucky. Holy. Hey, wait, <laughs> this ain't this ain't Those football. Those 14s, baby. Imagine the that parlay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Imagine that That parlay. would be quite the yeah, – Imagine that Final Four. Um, I didn't realize Grand Canyon was a school. I thought it was like Phoenix Online, like Phoenix University. No, Online. no, no. <laughs> so their four program. losses, their four losses are all close losses. Um, I mean, they played South Carolina early on in the season. Uh, but they're, I mean, they're a good basketball team. It's weird. Um, you know where they stand. I mean, their wins are huge. I mean, they beat. They beat a team ninety four to sixty five recently. Dang. Uh, so I mean, they're putting up a lot of points. Um, 
Y'all remember when Florida Gulf Coast made it? Yeah, their little run. Yeah. That was awesome. That's what I want to see this year. I want to see some team like Grand Canyon that I didn't even realize had a campus. Um, I thought they were an <laughs> online university. I want to see them make a run. My sister uh, toured see... Grand Canyon. <laughs> How was it? Where's? I guess it's at the Grand Canyon. No, it's not. Canyon? It's in Phoenix, but in the very north part of Phoenix. And no, the Grand Canyon is not in Phoenix, in case you were wondering. Um, I feel like that's false advertising there. Yeah. <laughs> they shouldn't have to change their name. Hey, it's the closest. She said it was nice, Canyon. but like everything was like fenced in. And then like on the outside, it was like you were just like in some random like, I don't know, neighborhood of Phoenix. <laughs> is it a private university? Sounds like it. Yes, it's actually it for is. profit. Hmm. Is is North Phoenix called the Canyon or something? And that's what they were playing off of. I don't. I don't really I know. I think they're trying to catch out of state people that think that the Grand Canyon is in Phoenix. But even if it was, is it enough to pick your whole school around? I don't know. School so, is Grand Canyon. Let's another see. team that's kind of that's kind of sneaky, um, and. Happens to be a toothpaste. Um, oh yes, Colgate. Yes, Jacob. Colgate. Right? Saying, Colgate something, baby. Something's <laughs> wild about that team. Every single year they win a first round game. I don't care who they play. If they're a 16 seed, if they're a I don't like their seed, first round matchup that's projected right now. It's just weird. I I don't understand. They keep winning. <laughs> it's so weird. They always win. I don't care who they play. It's like I have to put money on them. They're up against North Carolina. Well, currently mm. North Carolina barely squeaked out a win against Miami just now at home. Uh, so North Carolina, who was also in a dogfight against Virginia on the road. So yeah, sorry, uh, Ted, you won't be able to I ain't putting my money on the U no more. That the one U that said doesn't me put Miami over, the and, over and over again. <laughs> no way. Fudge, you don't understand my issue with the U. I would bet them, or not bet them, I'd pick them every year in my bracket, and then we get bounced in like the first or second round and then the one year i remember the first time we did it well freshman year of college we were at the bar and i was screaming at the tv it was me and some dude i had never met before and he had money on them to go to the championship they were like a four seed or something um and i'm screaming at the tv because they get upset in the first round and the one year i don't think i'm going deep they go deep uh grand canyon is a non-denominational christian institution that encourages spiritual education. It's a private university. It was founded in 1949 and has an enrollment of 65,000. It's pretty hmm. big. All right. A lot bigger than I thought. It does have the an campus size is you don't get that anywhere than here. <laughs> yeah. Why is Grand Canyon so cheap? Grand Canyon, <laughs> apparently, it's a cheap university. Uh, yeah, you go to the Grand Canyon for cheap. Uh, but it's also. Nice. <laughs> It's a dry campus. That's no fun. Yeah. Uh, Why do you think my sister that didn't means they're go? they're just laser focused all the time. Like, like that's just all the like. Time. All hey, the that's going to be dialed in for March. Side, they're going to yeah. be they dialed in for the tournament. They might have one of those sister Jean mascots wheeled out in a little like Chicago. Here they come. Hey, yeah, and they're matched up against Kentucky in round one. I mean, that would be filth. As a bunch of heathens there in Kentucky. Thing. I don't know. Kentucky's one of those teams. I like lives. it, Fudge. <laughs> I, 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 I have a Dutch. feeling something's no, going to happen. No, I am. They can. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> 
The same way I feel about Miami. Tyler feels about Kentucky. Fuck yeah, I like I Kentucky. Not, I just this is a list of teams I will never pick again. Virginia and Kentucky. That's I, that's like do uh, not pick in Purdue. I'm not picking Purdue. Yes. I'm picking yes. Virginia and not picking freaking Kentucky to go far. <laughs> yeah. So I think a team that can go far and they did go far last year that can continue is FAU. Uh, yeah, they're a bunch of frauds. I think they're pretty good. I mean, right now they're projected a first round game. They're frauds. TCU. They're not frauds. Get out of yes, here. Yes, they are. Why are against they frauds? TCU, well, I don't think that they would beat TCU in this first round matchup. You don't think? No. The Horned Frogs like always come to play in March. Is it this like if you want an eight or a nine seed to go deep and pull off an upset, it would be TCU. Or, I'll think. Don't they do this or something? <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> this is Texas. This is TCU. And then we have in State. It it's like not that. a stingray. It's not a like a. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Okay, Tyler. We should have done the best video moment next week. Put that one I know. Out. I got to do it again. All right. So we'll we'll break college basketball down uh, uh, more once it gets closer. Uh, Tyler, you got a college football preseason prediction. We did the NFL last week. It was fun to see what happened, how we were wrong, uh, or how I was mostly right. So college football preseason prediction. Tyler, start us off. Yeah, we have more content on this one. Not only did we do the Power Five, but we also did the Group of Five team to watch, the playoff picks, and the national champion. So I will go down the list. Starting with the big bad SEC, uh, a lot of home bias on this one. As we all picked LSU to win the SEC West, we were all Almost. flat out wrong. And Nick Saban's final year with the Crimson Tide, Alabama pulled I it up. I picked Alabama. No, you didn't. You picked yeah. LSU. Or am I? Did I actually I think I pick talked LSU? You LSU? I think I talked all of you. I have evidence. Go back I told to you picking, picking against Alabama's rap poison. I know I said that. <laughs> But I'll go on now to the East. Wade and I both picked Georgia. That was correct. Jacob and Chet, too much of the Kool-Aid and Spencer Rattler. So with South Carolina taking it home. Even worse, I went back to the show yeah. and Jacob picked South Carolina to not only win the SEC East, but win the SEC West as he didn't know the divisions. Yeah, I messed that up. Oh, hey, that, yeah, was just a, that was just that. a flip flop. <laughs> I just that, messed it up. I almost made it. We were talking about it. the we were talking about the East, and I I we were talking about the West first, and then I got caught up in the East, and I don't know, I, I something. I happened. think I put that out as a social clip. Also, I put yeah. that. On yeah, Twitter thanks. You picking the <laughs> appreciate. I, I really appreciate that. I really do appreciate doing that. Um, right, humiliating me. Hey, I'm glad we. I'm glad the hockey community humiliated you, Chet. Uh, at, at one point in our clip there, calling Connor McDavid a part of the Toronto Maple Leafs when he is in fact uh, always been a part of the Edmonton Oilers. That's okay. That's beside the point. I don't watch hockey, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Well, I don't watch the SEC, so. <laughs> well, the one, well, speaking of watching, you do watch the Big Ten, and we'll go to that next. Uh, Wade, spot on. Mr. Big Ten himself, Iowa versus Michigan. Ding! If we had a little nice. audio thing. And then uh, myself went with Wisconsin versus Penn State. I hate Jacob. I always drink in the Kool-Aid of Penn State. I am done. I'm not picking them anymore. I don't know why Until you Until James doing Franklin that. actually decides to win a big football game, I'm not picking Penn State to win a darn thing. 
Uh, Jacob, you went with the Golden Gophers of Minnesota to win the Big Ten West versus yeah. the Nittany Lions of Penn State. They that were close. Go wrong. They were it close. was close. They were close. Well, Minnesota went five and seven, so I don't know how that close would be, but well, everybody right. was below them at five, and pretty much they were all pretty close. All right, ACC. We didn't pick uh, any of like the divisions. Uh, we all just went with Florida State. That was probably one of the easier picks in the preseason. I know that I had Clemson also. Uh, that was definitely wrong. Uh, but let's go on now to the big bad Pac-12. This is the final time that we'll have this as the Pac-12. It's R.I.P. Chet, I don't know what you were thinking with this one, but you said Washington State versus USC. Uh, well, okay. I think I meant Washington. Are you sure you watched that clip right? Are you sure? Sure I'm pretty Washington. sure I said Washington because I picked my uh, You can go back. You definitely said No, Washington. I remember you saying Wazoo. They didn't do that bad. I mean, Cam Ward was one of the better quarterbacks. It's fine. It doesn't watch Wade I, Yeah, well, uh, then Wade and I went Washington versus USC. Uh, too much Kool-Aid in USC in the preseason, uh, but right on Washington. Let's go on now to the Big 12. Chet and I were the only ones uh, on this show. We both went with Oklahoma versus Texas. We got at least half of that right. Texas blew out the doors of Oklahoma State uh, in the Big 12 championship. The group of five We were team technically right, rather. Yeah, we are. We hey, technically yeah. right. We yeah. picked Oklahoma. Which well, no, you picked Texas. Oh, Big 12. Jesus. Oh. So you were right. You were right, at least. I was wrong. I picked Oklahoma to win the Big 12. Uh, group of five, Tina Watch. Uh, Chet, you said Tulane. I think that Tulane doesn't really count. With the injury to Michael Pratt, I mean. <laughs> no, they, like, they almost did. Yeah, they did. But Wade topped it all with picking James Madison out of the Sun Belt. So that's nice. also correct. I went with UTSA. Yeah, they weren't eligible, but that's yeah. great. Yeah, well, yeah, they weren't. Well, they did get to They did voting. end up getting eligible. They, they did. did. I said UTSA, uh, not a great season for them. It was okay. Uh, and coast to coast, I said Air Force. Air Force was undefeated, and then they fell down. Playoff picks. Let's go to these. Uh, Wade had one seed being Georgia, two seed Michigan, three seed being LSU, and four seed being Florida State. I think Florida State automatically deserves an asterisk because they definitely should have been in. <laughs> no? Okay. Let's not All right, I'll, go that. <laughs> I'll go to myself. Uh, one seed Georgia, <laughs> two seed again Penn State. I hate this team. Three seed Washington, four seed Michigan. Chet, hey, you, you got with... the end. Yeah, well, yeah, I got the end. Yeah. One seed being Michigan, two seed LSU, three seed Washington, four seed Florida State. So – Kind of three. Washington, Michigan. <laughs> Too much Florida LSU State, cool. You count Maybe. Yeah, I was on Jane Daniels. Which and I then, eyes, so. which was right. Yep. And then we had Neil on the show. Had number one seed Michigan, two seed LSU, three seed being USC, and four seed being the Georgia Bulldogs. So I don't think I think we were all high on LSU because we were <laughs> told that their defense was going to be amazing, and they sucked ass. Yeah, we we, no that. one could have expected that. We were told wrong. Uh, uh, what about national championship? National champion. Well, the Kool-Aid began to, to, to fizzle out here as Chet and Neil both picked the Tigers of LSU to win the national championship. <laughs> I, <laughs> too much on the defense, man. Uh, I picked Washington. They could have done it. 
and the winner of the college football preseason predictions, Wade picking the Michigan Wolverines. To Didn't win put any money on it, though. <laughs> so, Wade, why don't you give us a little speech about your preseason? Check his context. Right? He's got Connor Stallion's number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I just had a feeling about this team. I felt like they were very close. They made the playoff the previous two years, but kind of got embarrassed. And I just I felt like they got their team to come back and that they were going to come back for vengeance. I thought uh, McCarthy played good enough and uh, Blake Corum shouldered the load. Uh, but like you mentioned, with a lot of the teams that didn't make it, it was about defense. And this defense yeah. was really good from start to finish. And I think they got a little help. I don't know if they're going to get through Georgia. I think the Alabama beating Georgia was very critical for this to happen. Um, but I think it's good for the sport that the Big Ten gets back in the win column and it wasn't year. Georgia for the third year. Hey, All I know is it's going to be an absolute gauntlet to mm-hmm. do this in a couple of months of picking 12 teams. I feel yeah, like I have about fun. five. Oh. I feel like I have like five teams that are probably included in the 12. It's like pretty good idea, but like <laughs> outside of that, good luck. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a long show. Yeah. Um, did we give Heisman picks, Tyler? No. Oh, actually, uh, I, I remember you and I picked uh, Michael Penix to begin the season. That That's the only talk that we had about a Heisman. My wife picked Jaden Daniels before the season started, and she put $1 on it. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, so, of course, we'll we'll have college football. When I, I'm not predicting any college football team right now because I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I think Any idea we what I would break down the top 12 where we each take three teams and then we'll make a collective top 12. I like that. I like that idea. I we like could at least idea. hit like the top five um, automatic of being the conference champions. Chet, you take one through five. Tyler, you take six through ten and, uh, or whatever. I don't know. One through what? <laughs> you, you take, take one, two, three. 11 and Wade takes 12. Yeah, perfect, yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah, well, you better do your research on that one team. One through three, three through five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, six yeah. Through well, eight, four through nine six. Through <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Numbers aren't a strong suit here on the Sports Channel podcast. Uh, but you know what is a strong suit is uh, the NIL, well, I guess call it strong suit, an IL deal that the players reach with EA Sports. They're each getting a whopping $600 to appear in the game. Uh, I'm surprised that they agreed to that. It seems a little low. Um, and they all get a free copy of the game, so I guess they get six hundred and sixty dollars. Seventy, probably six hundred seventy. EA Sports will pay an estimated seven point three million dollars of this uh, for this payout. They made off like bandits because the last time they had a lawsuit about this, they paid a thousand dollars a player. Uh, but if six hundred dollars was the difference of us getting a NCAA fifteen and having to wait ten years for a game, that's ridiculous. I think they could have pulled the fans. We would have come up with six hundred dollars a player uh, to get the game. I mean, that's kind of crazy. Uh, but there are also some specific players, like one's Garrett Nussmeier, starting quarterback at LSU Tigers, that uh, has bigger brand deals with EA Sports. Um, much further, and the ana- uh, analysts have been announced as well, uh, like we saw in the old game. Chris Fowler, Kirk Herbstreit. Reese Davis, David Pollock, Desmond Howard, and Kevin Connors. No Connor Stallions, unfortunately. Um, Fowler put something on TikTok about 
they've been recording for a while. So if you want to punt on second down or kick a, what do you say, a 72-yard field, yard goal, field goal, goal, they've got it covered. I mean, can you imagine how long that takes to record all of that? I mean, that's he's been rec- He said that he's been recording for two years. That's insane. But he's getting paid to do it. I mean, just set a desk or record a bunch of words, sign me up. And another thing um, about the NIL thing. Which team are y'all going to they have a create that they'll obviously have a creator player, uh, but you won't be able to create a player who's opted out into the NIL. So say if like Shadur Sanders decides to opt out, you won't be able to to make him into the game. You can make Shadar Saunders. Wow, <laughs> be good to go. Right. Yeah, like what's stopping you from changing one letter in the first name? Nothing. Like Shadar. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, mean, well, I know that there's going to be Wade's Road to Glory character. Shadar Sanders, baby. Yes. Shadar. Shadar. <laughs> um, what a, so, obviously, we'll have a dynasty boat going, and we'll all be picking, like, nobody teams to bring them to glory. Uh, Tyler, who's your team you're going to pick? I'm going to the Sun Belt Fun Belt. You can join me or you, you can be my arch rival if you want to, but I will be the James Madison Dukes on my first dynasty. I like it. Not I like where it. I thought he was going with that. Where do you think I was going? Uh, South Alabama. Yeah. I'll leave that for Jacob. <laughs> what do you think, Wade? Hmm. I don't know. Before. I even chose to come live in Louisiana back in 2011. I bought a refurbished Xbox, and my friend gave me a hand-me-down copy of the, um, I think it was NCAA 11 with uh, Kellen Moore on the cover. And Pirated copy? Wade made an illegal copy of the video game? <laughs> no, I was just like three years behind the game. Um, <laughs> and my Xbox like shorted out after a month. But in that month, I had a Quite the dynasty going with the Raging Cajuns because I just thought their name was so cool. Um, here I am now. I also wrote a paper on Cajun culture in eighth grade, so it was meant to be. Um, but yeah, I think I might take over the Raging Cajuns, move them up to the SEC, something wild. App State Whoa. would be cool too. I like their stadium, so we'll I'm thinking App State. Sun Belt. I think we just hey, we all go with the Sun Belt. Let's go! Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Butch, you going with you with your Jags? Uh, no. I, if this was an option, I'd go for it. I'd go for Bishop Sycamore. Uh, if it was me, <laughs> if, if, that was, if that was with Shadar Cinders as your <laughs> that would be with fantastic Shadar. to do. Oh my god! Or, and Deion uh, No, I'm probably gonna Deion go. Uh, I'm gonna go Old Dominion. Uh, so we are all taking over the Sun. Damn, we are yeah, really going to take the over sun the Sun Belt. belt. Okay, Where's we have the Virginia rivalry. You can only go east. There we go. So we're going to change our intro to Sunbelt bias instead of SEC bias. Is that the new plan? Exactly. I think Sunbelt we invade the SEC with our Sunbelt programs, and we, like, relegate Vanderbilt. We can expand the program back to 68. Sun, the okay, Sunbelt will relegate Vanderbilt. Power 5 spot, and then we'll just be that – I I think we kick out Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Arkansas, and um, Kentucky. Eh. I'm or Texas A&M, Mississippi State for real. If we're being honest, (laughs) dang, (laughs) the kind of shame. Uh, 
It'll so more details to come in May. Does it come out in June or July, or did it just say this summer? It just said uh, summer. July. So probably, probably September. Ooh, July insider information, old. Wade. Wade's got some insider information. I thought I saw July. <laughs> Yeah, who's going to be on the cover? <laughs> I think they're going to do multiple covers, or I think it'd be cool if they do all the Heisman winners that we missed out on, you know, like in like a collage kind of thing. In the past 10 years, they'll get the. Because uh, it's been like an even 10 years. You know? Paper mache. Yeah. Get the paper mache out and make up the cover. But like Johnny Manziel overlaid Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow. And I want to start a petition to have the cover start to be instead of players mascots i think that would be amazing to have mascots on the cover pop tarts starting with, gonna keep the starting with the meth tree the meth tree for stanford needs to be the first one on the list on a cover <laughs> they're horrible they have they're to, yeah, to get last in the acc and that sounds so awful to say i don't think they will though so something tells me there's there's going to be a worst ACC team, I, I maybe Miami. Honestly, they suck that bad. That's just so crazy. They just got no one to kneel the ball. Yep. Yeah. Stanford and Miami. Oh, uh, let's let's look at some college baseball since we we can talk about EA Sports uh, instead of EA Sports all day. Uh, checking on the teams: LSU three and one. Those darn Sony Brook. Uh, sea Wolves got one game, but then we whooped them uh, on Sunday. And yes, Fudge. I'm going back to the stadium. I'm not taking my band serious. But your Penn State Nittany Lions won the series against Stanford that we just mentioned. Congratulations. Amazing. How do you feel about your boys? Amazing. I don't know how it happened. I had to pinch myself when I saw it. Um, I did not watch that game. There's no way I'm watching it. Um because it, it's painful to watch baseball on TV, period, the end. Um, one of the more painful Dang. sports to watch on TV, aside from soccer uh, and cricket. I like so, a good World yeah. Cup game. Uh, but well, yeah, regular soccer. So Ooh, speaking of, can, uh, can we pivot for just a second? Uh, where we well, no, with? actually, I'll keep it. I'll keep it for my hidden gem of the week, actually. I'm going to keep it. Okay. Never I mind. like it. Oh. Uh, D1 Baseball came out with their Week 2 rankings. No move at, at 1 and 2, Wake Forest and Arkansas. LSU bumped up to 3. Uh, I think they swapped places with Florida, who's 4. TCU, 5. Oregon State, which plays into my dog of the week, at 6. Um, Texas a and moved up a spot to 7. Tennessee, 8. Vanderbilt, 9. Clemson. Your Clemson boys, Wade, at 10. There's um, 9 teams from North Carolina and South Carolina ranked in the top 25. How they going to be like 18-1 against Kennesaw State? How are they in the top yeah, 10? That's, uh, so can somebody yeah, can somebody teach me something about the rankings here? Wait, oh, yeah, they, they got – Yeah, how how out. in the world do they take a pounding and then still be in the top? That doesn't make any Baseball sense. Baseball is all about two out of three, brother. Two out of three. So how often Which do the rankings out? get pushed out? Where's Vandy at? Because I know Vandy yeah, lost one to Gonzaga. They lost to Dayton in the middle. Vanderbilt's at nine. What? I mean, this is D1 baseball, but I'm using them because that's who the NCAA If you win two out of three out. every single week of the year, you win a championship. That yep. makes no sense to me. Uh, got a boy, uh, Dallas Baptist. Got a buddy that went there. They're ranked 25. Uh, did you know you they don't one, even play Division one sports two. other than baseball? That's pretty impressive. Who? Dallas Baptist. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, 
count how many SEC teams you got ranked in the top 25. You got three, four, five, six, uh, seven, eight, nine. Would be 10 if Texas would go ahead and make the jump. Uh, but I mean, that's pretty dominant. Didn't see a lot of Big Ten schools up there. Uh, but They're there was some upset. Is he playing hockey? It's all right. It's true, Tyler. You got uh, anybody? Got any, did anybody? Wa- I mean, obviously, I watched LSU. I didn't really watch. Right now, there's not a whole lot of. You had Arkansas and Oregon State. Uh, was, was it Oregon? Was it Oregon or Oklahoma? Oregon, Oregon State, State was in there. You also had TCU and UCLA. That's another good. Yep, that's I'll my winner of the week. TCU for sweeping uh, number twenty UCLA at home. TCU is looking like the real deal of the Big Twelve. Yeah, dude. Arkansas the transfer. The shortstop. Arkansas. Um, their starting pitcher had uh seventeen strikeouts of on eighteen batters faced. The only hit that he had let up had um was didn't have a perfect game. But in the first inning, the second batter laid down a squeeze bunt and got and beat out to throw it. And That's another team that won the weekend move. too was East Carolina. Yeah. A huge victory for them in what felt like a, a super regional environment uh, out there in Greenville against uh, North Carolina. ECU has yep. been one of those teams that's really been close. You know, they got to regional, won a regional, got to a super regional, but they haven't made it uh, to Omaha. I think that if you're looking for, you know, those mid-major teams that nobody's really talking about to make a deep run, I think that East Carolina w- would be a team to pick. It's a lot like college basketball. It's always the teams you don't expect. Uh, there was a team, I want to, I don't think it was Texas A&M. I don't remember who it was. Um, I don't know why I'm thinking Texas A&M, but the guy hit a grand slam to tie the game in the bottom of the ninth, and he Gosh, did a backflip, and then <laughs> they ejected him. They, no, it uh, wasn't. No, yeah. it wasn't Texas A&M. It was Nebraska. Here's Tyler. Right. Right. Goodbye. That's my hidden gym. Goodbye. <laughs> oh shoot, my bad. I was like, "What are you? What are you wow. saying? it for? So much for that." Uh, well, all right, right hidden gems. <laughs> that was a Tyler. Take your hidden gems away. Well, then you said it for me. I mean, the the ums. Uh... You took his dog of the week. Yeah, and, well, no, I, I'm changing my dog of the week, too. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the umps just uh, ruining the game of baseball again. The player, it's a game-tying grand slam. Like, nope, you, you know, you get a bat flip, you can't celebrate. No it. You can't celebrate. You can't do nothing to rest that man. Put him don't on. Put him in the Grand Canyon. Why don't, don't let him leave the stadium. No, leave the stadium. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, out of the game and comes. It didn't matter anyways because the Grand Canyon – I'll give you five seconds to guess what their mascot is. The uh, antelopes. The lopes. The lopes. Because you're going to elope. I was going to kill But it. it didn't matter because the lopes won three out of four against the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Another loss for the Big Ten in baseball. So give it to uh, Grand Canyon uh, for the player. Uh, the undog of the week is uh, the ump for taking the fun out of it. Yes. I, I agree with you there. And uh, Alabama's AD. Uh, yes. Since we're doing hidden gems, Wade, hidden gem for us. Wow, we gave uh, Grand Canyon a lot of screen time today. <laughs> we did. did hey, uh, Canyon, if you're looking for, you know, a uh, podcast. Uh... Yeah, sponsor. I know you're a college now. We will we will be fully locked <laughs> in on you. <laughs> we will be. We will watch every Grand Canyon sporting event. Yes, that's commitment right there. My hidden gem comes from my dog, Krish Patel, who came on the show earlier this year. 
he sent me that Manchester United and Liverpool are coming for a great U.S. tour, and they're going to L.A. Okay, big U.S. city. Philadelphia, okay, smaller U.S. city, and Columbus, South yeah. Carolina, the home <laughs> of the Carolina Gamecocks and Williamsburg Stadium. The most Why? random trio I've ever seen. <laughs> we were What's trying to think about it. We were texting. Um, he thinks that originally it was supposed to be in Charlotte because Charlotte's made a big soccer push lately. They're hosting the Cup of the Americas, and he thinks that there was a, a scheduling error and maybe a, a double booking, so they moved it right down the road to Columbia. But uh, we're playing South Carolina Stadium. Big. Yeah, in Williams Bryce Stadium in August, which is deadly hot. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting move. I uh, thought it was fair. So it sounds fake. You might want to double check. Your no, sources. that's real. Fudge, what do you got for your hidden gem? Uh, my my hidden gem, uh, toss it over to the links. Um, not the fun one I like either. We're gonna go to the leave. Uh, the leave. <laughs> I I I hate the leave. Um, because that's how they say it over very there. Confusing. Um, <laughs> and how, like John Rom no, says it. Yeah. Uh, live golf. I I I can't stand it. I hate it. But apparently Anthony Kim's gonna come back and attempt to play golf after twelve years being away. So wait, do you? Oh, Wait, do you know who Anthony Kim is? Tyler, do you know who Anthony Kim is? Nope. Nah, Korean golf. I'm not going to be watching golf till the first uh, week of March whenever full swing comes out. So, sorry to interrupt you, Fudge, but this is a very no, go good ahead. hidden gem because for the generation before us, Anthony, or I guess I guess you could say this, Anthony Kim and Tiger were like, people say 1A, 1B at the time when he was playing. He doesn't have as many wins as Tiger does, but he was – he was great. He was really good. He was flashy. He was known for like going out and partying all night the night before, and then showing up like hitting two balls on the range and then breaking the course record. Like the dude wasn't in, like insane at golf. And then he has some injuries and he just falls off face of the earth for the last twelve years. Nobody's heard from him. Hasn't done any interviews. Nothing. And a rumor gets floated out that he wants to join Live Golf. Fudge, now you can continue your your hidden gem, but I had to give him some back. Yeah, so there. he he wants to he wants to return to to golf and I guess you know make his money that he's hasn't seen for the last twelve years. Uh, he's a three time winner on the PGA Tour before the age of twenty five. Really dominant when he used to go to the Masters. Never won the Masters, um, but yeah, he tore his Achilles uh, about what twelve about twelve years ago. Left the game, yeah. uh, was gone for a long time, and all of a sudden appeared out of nowhere. He doesn't talk to anybody. He hasn't said anything. Uh, it just a big old belt of... buckle that says AK what? on it. It's like blinged yeah. out in diamond. Sounds like where Camaro would have. Yeah. yeah. So he's so he's thirty eight now, uh, and he's gonna go play on the Live Tour. Very interesting. Um, he he does he has played uh, in the Ryder Cup in the past for Team USA. So he has documented himself. Yeah. As a U.S. citizen, he plays under the U.S. flag. Um, but, yeah, it, it, pretty wild to me for a guy to be gone for that long and come back. I think that's even wilder than Tiger coming back to play. I mean, not seeing a guy mm-hmm. for that long and then making your return, it's crazy. Like, that, that's, no that's social incredible. media presence, no interviews, nothing. He just said one day I'm gone and just was gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's an attempt by Liv to 
pull the middle generation because if you if you go to a live event, it's very younger crowd, music playing, like entertainment type of deal. I think they're getting him to pull a guys that are a generation above us that watched him play, and he was there. John Rom, their Rory McIlroy, their guy that they were like they show up to watch play golf. So I think that's kind of their attempt there. And he wanted to make a return. Um, he does have a ten million dollar insurance policy. If he plays professional golf again, he has to pay that back. So it kind of makes sense for him to go to Live Golf because they're going to write him a big check probably. Uh, so it's it's an interesting story to follow. The uh, Tyler did mention full swing coming out. What was it? March eighth, March second, sixth. March 6th, I was around there somewhere. Um, my hidden gem is a funny one. It's uh, It takes place at a 7-on-7 seven seven tournament. I don't know where the tournament was. I think I saw somebody being in Atlanta, maybe. Uh, but Cam Newton's there in his Cam Newton glory, all six foot six of them with his hair coming out of the top of his top hat. Um, and somebody thought it was a good idea to jump Cam Newton. Cam Newton's got... I mean, he's a big dude. He was one of the more dominant players, probably the most dominant player in college football. Uh, one of the more dominant players in the NFL. And uh, these these little dudes, he could have been all of five foot ten, weighed a buck seventy. Decided to take on Cam Newton, three of them at a time, and Cam Newton let them have it. The security had to step in to prevent Cam Newton from hurting these guys. I mean, he's throwing so, them down the the hill, everything. So fact check. He was breaking yeah. up a fight between two other guys. He stepped Wait, in to really? break up a fight. Yes. And then he got jumped by another guy who thought that he was at the center <laughs> of the fight. So Cam Newton's just trying to play peacemaker. That makes uh, a little bit and, more sense now. And <laughs> I was he got jumped by, by another jump. guy who thought he was causing it or just wanted to be a part of it. Uh, and I'm just impressed that his hat stayed on. His hat stayed on the entire time. His hair was still yes. sticking out of his hat. In the video, you see, I think this is who you referred to, the third guy come in and like hit him with a sucker punch, and he hits him, and Cam turns around, and you could tell that guy screwed up. Like, he grabs him, and he just throws him to the side of a chain link fence, throws one dude down a hill. He was not having any of it. And it leads me to the question of why would you even try? I know Cam Newton's older. Um, he's probably mid thirties now, uh, but he's still six foot six, probably weighs like two thirty, two forty. Like he's a big dude. And as you can see, you don't mess around with professional athletes. Uh, so that was, it was kind of hidden. It didn't really make mainstream news. I don't think they really want to promote Cam Newton fighting in a seven on seven tournament. Uh, that was my hidden jump for the week. Um, you want to get to dog of the week? You got some dogs in them? Let's do it. Everybody's favorite segment, Matty Ice. I know you're watching. Got that dog and Tyler. Let's start with you. You know what? Let's get it to hockey. I'm gonna go with Patrick Kane and his return to Chicago. Gets the game winner in OT uh, as a, in the Detroit Red Wings, and he silences the Chicago Blackhawks crowd. Uh, so for that, got to give it to Patrick Kane and his return to Chicago. I like it. A little hockey action. Jacob perked up a little bit. Okay. Wait. <laughs> I made your, him excited. Uh, what's, yeah. What's your dog of the week? All right. My dog of the week is uh, situational. 
it's more about the situation than the actual feet. But spring training kicked off this week. And down in Cincinnati Reds camp, Ellie De La Cruz yanked a 400-foot home run to left. And whose car did it hit? Hunter Green's, the pitcher that threw him the ball. <laughs> On that. that so, and then Hunter Green said, dude, are you going to like fix my car? And he said, no, you make more money than me. <laughs> <laughs> so hit a home run off the dude and then told him he's not fixing it. So, uh, yeah, that's a dog of the week moment. Uh, speaking of hitting off of pitchers, y'all see uh, Trevor Bauer? Obviously, he's not on a team right now. Mm-hmm. He's got a YouTube channel. He's trying to promote himself. Uh, I think I wouldn't have posted this on YouTube. He was, I guess, trying to show how dominant he was against a couple of barstool bloggers. Um, and the guy, yeah, Mush got three or two hits and a walk off on him. Um, so not a great look for Trevor Bauer there. Nope. And he's also like pumping 92 on his fastball. Uh, and he's like grunting very hard when he throws it. So maybe I don't know, dude. That that just didn't seem to look out. Um, Fudge, dog of the week for you. Uh, dog of the week for me. It's a uh, sports league that I have been introduced to thanks to social media. Uh, God, it's weird. I mean, it is the mixture of multiple <laughs> sports. It looks yeah. wild. It looks crazy. Um, so. Think of arena football on ice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, ice football, uh, especially in Germany. I it's apparently a thing. I uh, I am all about that. That is crazy. That is wild. I just think it's funny that the dude that kicks the extra point potentially could get a concussion from kicking <laughs> and slipping and just busting his head on the ice. Um, so so that, that, that for me is, is pretty funny. Um, but no, it looks hilarious. Like the anticipation kills me because it's just a bunch of dudes running, like like taking like penguin steps on the ice. It's it's is it televised? Awesome. Or can In we Germany watch it is somewhere? televised. Now there this is a US and it's growing like a year ago. It's we were growing about sports. Like, so so there is a league in the US. Um but I it's not popular yet, obviously. Um, but in Germany, it's pretty popular, apparently. So, it, I mean, they had a sold-out crowd in Germany for, for uh, ice football. We should get football. into this. We should. Yeah. We, Fudge, I need you to figure out the teams and figure out a way for us to watch this. And we need to okay. follow this league. And yeah. this can be because we were talking about a random sport for us to pick. And we kind of forgot about As that, random yeah. as it gets this right here. It. I mean, ice football. Yeah. this is it. Uh, <laughs> and you said it's in the U.S.? Now there is a US league. Uh it's fairly new, but okay. uh yeah, it's small. So I don't know. Yeah, the US one would be would be interesting. Um to, I would love to just go watch it. Like grab a beer oh, and watch it. Sure. Like that would be hilarious to watch. That's free comedy right there. Like it's just All right, let's figure out where it's at and let's let's make this happen. I want to see right. one of these ice game ice football games and I want to follow this league. This this sounds like the real deal. I think it's we got a new and the next NFL on our hands like could you imagine them painting football like yardage lines on the ice and then just having guys run like in arena football like inside of the walls are Uh, they skating are they on skates no they're they're wearing shoes like they're just wearing like that's the funny part like it's it's they're not wearing skates so they slip and eat it all the time dude goes to spike the ball slips and eats it Uh, it's 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 great I, I love it. We, we're getting into this. 
Um, my dog of the week, uh, college baseball. Uh, I mentioned it earlier, Oklahoma State faced Arkansas down in Arlington this weekend. Uh, let me paint the picture for you. Bottom of the 14th, one out, runner on third base. Lane Forsyth. I think that's how you say his name. That name sounds six familiar. For Oklahoma State. I had to go. I think I had to go. It does sound familiar, doesn't it, Tyler? Yeah, I think you went to Mississippi State and transferred huh. in. Okay, I had to look it up because they don't have names on the back of their jersey. So I saw number six, and I had to go digging through their roster to find who it was. Um, he's up to bat, bottom of the 14th. He could be the hero, upset the number two team in Arkansas. Um, two strikes on him, not looking great. What does he do? He lays down a suicide squeeze, and it was amazing. I mean, for one, two strikes, you're bunting. Yeah, you're out. Bottom of the 14th. Yeah, a, he, a perfect suicide squeeze down the third baseline. By the time the third baseman or the pitcher, whoever got the ball, the runner from third base was sliding into home. And honestly, if there would have been two outs, he would have beat the third to first because he was almost on the back by the time they got the ball. So that's my dog of the week just for having the dog in him to lay down a bunt in the bottom of the 14th with two strikes. Like you said, Wade, foul tip, done. You're 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 done. Going to the 15th inning. Of course, we got Matty Ice. Who got that dog in him? You want to know who got that haughty toddy dog in him? Okay, hey. this player here. Obvious answer this week is Jackson Ross. Batted 8 for 11 with a 727 batting average. Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I like that haughty toddy dog. Okay, Matt's getting a little creative here. with the dog. Hot dog. That, yeah, hot dog. Uh, let's see. Looking at my notes here. The only other thing I got is the combine starts at the end of this week. Uh, guys like Jane Daniels is announced he's just there for interviews. Same with, I believe, Malik Neighbors. Um, Caleb Williams, I don't think he's throwing. J.J. McCarthy is, which is good because you never saw him throw at Michigan. Um, and Michael Penix, I think, is also throwing. So that's something to keep an eye on. We'll get the stories of this person has too small a hands. Joe Burrow is going to retire because his hands are too small. Um, and this person will fail a test, yada, yada, C.J. Stroud, rookie of the year. Uh, what? Who's someone, a name, I, I know, Tyler, you probably have a better idea of this, that could make a name for themselves at the Combine? Heck if I know. <laughs> well, I'll I mean, say I, this. I this is like, at the running back position, that nobody has, like, asserted themselves as being worthy of a first round pick or something. And, and Blake Forms really good, but he's 24. He ran the ball like 500 times at Michigan. Right. Um, so I think there's some guys that really could make a name for themselves at running back and they should test, but overall comment on the combine, just have an interview combine and a real combine because I'm tired of all the big name players not participating you know, yeah. they're just eating up spots for guys that really could use this event to propel their career. So let's just have an interview period. Um, also, if you opt out of your bowl game, you should not be allowed to participate in the senior bowl. I don't know where people got that idea. Um, but don't That's opt out of the bowl game, play in the senior bowl, which doesn't matter, and then opt out of the combine, which does matter for getting drafted. Like, it makes no sense. They really Somebody's got to put these guys in honestly. their place. I got someone out of the top shelf for Tyler here uh, to watch out for. Uh, Audric Estime. I think Estime uh, could could be a, an interesting person to watch at the Combine. Uh, 
he's a bigger guy, but I, I think his forty time is is to watch out for. Like I, I think it's probably like what is he on our hands here. It could be very interesting. I have no idea. He's a little bigger. He's like a power back, but the I wide mean, receiver class is really good. School fudge. I want. Uh, <laughs> no, he went to Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Okay. I wasn't going to be biased, but I'm going to say Brian Thomas Jr. I think that, that he's the guy uh, to watch uh, as a wide receiver. Uh, you obviously know your top heavy wide receiver. Mar- Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be your first wide receiver off the board. Then it's going to be me, Malik Neighbors. Then it's going to be Odunze. And then I think that Brian Thomas uh, Jr., I, I think that he's going to be participating in the scouting combine if he runs a good 40 and then through, goes to the drills uh, pretty well. I think that he could be a guy right now. He's projected probably to be in the 20s or, or 30s. Uh, but I think that a team like the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, they could use their draft capital uh, and go get them, uh, you know, in the 15s, maybe in the teens uh, and get them like that. So I think that Brian Thomas Jr. right now is a, is a late first round pick. By the time all this is done, I think that he's going to be a, somewhere in between 15. The Jacksonville Jaguar. Yep, could be. I'm going, I'm going to go – like with my thoughts of the Patriots, um, I I have to think that number well number one on my mind is quarterback. So for me, I want to see Drake May. I would I want to see Drake May at the combine. I want to see his throws. I want to see how he moves. Um, just don't get to ne- see enough of him in the football season. So um, I want to look him up and down and take notes. Yeah, I want to see if he's if he's the future of the Patriots. Yeah, you know because. It's going to be okay. very interesting. If he's the Tom Brady. Okay. No. I like I, I don't well, know. Uh, I don't think you're getting another Tom Brady. Sorry, Fudge. No. Uh, I think that pretty much wraps up the show. Uh, like we said at the beginning, we appreciate all of our subscribers helping us hit 1,000. The road to 1 million starts now. Whoa. Uh, man. Um, I said 10K. <laughs> That's jumping up a few magnitudes Let's focus there. on. Let's focus on 1,500. Let's Let's – Let's take it at small bites and celebrate small victories along the way. Um, and I teased it at the beginning. We're going to be filming some golf content here uh, in April. Just got locked it from our camera guy, Lyndon. I'm holding you to it. Um, I think uh, I think that's all I got. We appreciate you all watching. If you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and join the road to 10K. How's that sound, Fudge? Um, leave us a comment on your dog of the week or your hidden gym. We'll talk about it. And let us know if you're excited about this ice football league that we're going to dive into and really, really get going on it. So uh, with that, gentlemen, I hope you all have a wonderful week. And all of listeners, viewers, we appreciate you watching. Have a, have a good one.